Hey y'all. Hey, hey, hey. It's another Wednesday. Girl Chat Sports. Crazy Wednesday. Crazy, crazy Wednesday. A lot of action. It's a wild Wednesday. Wet and wild hey, Wednesday. tune in. Go ahead and start sharing. Start a watch party. Um, let us know what you think. Because it is a party for sure. It's definitely a party. Get your cups. Mm-hmm. Have a sip with the Mo and I. You know how that yeah, goes. Yeah, get your cup. Get your, get your, uh, yeah, get your cup popping. <laughs> get it ready. You guys are in for a treat this episode because we've never done this before of having a show where we've actually had a fighter on our show. And this is the ultimate girl power episode, I'll call it, because um, throughout what's going on today's events of girl power and stepping up, we'll talk about that. But also just with bare knuckle fighting and uh, a fraction of the MMA kind of segue that they kind of kind of go both hand in hand. But we are going to have Christine for real, for Rhea on our show because she is the real deal. Um, she is kind of have a match coming up. Uh, she is a bare knuckle fighter. She's the first female champion bare knuckle fighter uh, for fighting in a weight class of 125. I want to talk to her about that. And then I also want to talk about any other upcoming fights. We know for a fact that Paige Van Zant left UFC to go into the bare knuckle arena. And I wonder if that will be her competitor. Oh, she did? She did. She did. So I'm going to ask Christine if she is going to... uh, It'll be interesting. I would love to hear that. And I want to hear about the aspect of bare knuckle fighting. I really want to know... And how that that came about, right? And it sounds like she's one one of the mainly only or a few women that do it. So, I mean, that's... That's major. I know right. for me, it's one thing to box and then get hit in the face, but a bare knuckle. No, I'm not. I'm not a fighter. I, I'll talk my way out of it. There's and if no- you saw on our page, <laughs> as well as in our story, and as well as on the Girl Chat, uh, Girl Chat Sports group page, there was a fight that she had, and that and that one was a fight back in 2018, I believe it was that little clip I showed. She put that girl out. That was a first round KO. That's intense. She's no joke. She is no joke. Shout out to my girl, Sabrina, in the Lou. Yeah. Shout out to you, girl. We miss you. Stay careful out there. I don't know. I know know Hurricane Laura is coming through right now, y'all. So anyone that's watching and is out there um, in the area of the Texas, New Orleans, all that area, just be safe, please. Hunker down. We want you to be here tomorrow because that's Do what you do for the hurricanes. It's hurricane season. Just prepare. Get it's where you crazy. need to be. It's and it's crazy. And it's coming. And this yeah. whole 2020, like I told you, Mel, is a whole hurricane. So <laughs> The whole year. So. <laughs> the yeah. whole year, we're all set for a hurricane. Hey, it so, looks like we got our guests tuning in. So perfect. Let's yes. get her in here and get this convo started. Hey. Hey, Christine. For, for, How you I'm doing? Calling, I'm good. I'm calling you for real, for Rhea, because that's who you are. You are the real deal, girl. And I'm just <laughs> so you. excited to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I just got out of training right now. So, no, we appreciate you coming. We on. appreciate thank it. Uh, shout out to Coach Ray Vega and his team for helping you out as well. Yes. And any other trainers you got that shouting you out to make you just seem flawless in your landing and your quickness and everything that you do. Because yeah. you're a beast, girl. I thank mean, you, you hail from you. San Jose. Uh, I found out you were the first female championship <laughs> fighter at the weight class of a buck twenty-five. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm middle. Jackson <laughs> 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 mean punch, apparently. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently. So, what got you started in all of this? What What was the? I I've, I've saw I've seen past interviews where you said that you were trying to keep out of trouble and you just yeah. joined a local gym and kind of surveyed the gym area and saw these females in there were like. I could take them on, but yeah. you didn't know that the technique of fighting actually comes with a lot of discipline, training, education to it. And, and oh, again, yeah. technique. So oh, what yeah. catalyzed you that from that point on to go into this bare knuckle arena? Because let's be clear, you were MMA for a while and now you're in the bare knuckle arena. Right. I was first out, actually I was a Muay Thai fighter and oh, I you were Muay Thai. Few, yeah, I was more of a um, Muay Thai fighter. And then I, there was no Muay Thai fight. So I ha- took some MMA fights. So um, I have a really tough, like Muay Thai's training is extremely tough. So I think that's why I'm able to be able to do bare knuckle. Um, mm-hmm. and I just, it kind of like transferred over well because we could clinch. It's just no gloves and I could still clinch and punch and 
you know, turn and, and then I could box too. So, um, I can't use kicks or anything, but I, I, it took me a while in Muay Thai to actually incorporate my kicks. I would always like naturally want to just use my hands. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's perfect for me. Bare knuckle when they called and I actually realized it was real because at first, when I first got the message, I was like, Oh, I thought someone was playing with me. Like, Oh, do you want a bare knuckle box? Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> no, like, no. <laughs> and then, and then I saw them really do it. I was like, Oh, it's for real. Like, sure. I would love to do that. You know? Um, <laughs> and I saw Beck Rawlings. I was like, Oh, I want to fight her. She thinks she's tough. I, I, re- I know I could beat her up. So, um, yeah, that's how I got into it. And I, now I fell in love with it. It's, it's my thing, you know? Oh man. And you know, a fight, a coming fight coming up soon too. So yeah. September 11th. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So here's what I, I mean, listen, I appreciate fighters. I've been watching, I'm getting more into it since we started the podcast. I just, for me, I'm like bare knuckles on my face. I mean, it's one thing if someone just hits me the boxing glove, but to have <laughs> bare knuckles on your face and it's an, and it's a it's not like you just someone just taking a punch at you like you're literally no. fighting in the ring for x amount i don't know how long the if it's the same kind of um uh periods there as with regular wrestling or mma or, or boxing it's two minute rounds yeah two it's rounds. five two okay. minute rounds yeah gotcha I, what what's in it for, like i mean what is it that you take out of that what is it that you put into it what is it that makes you love this so much it's it's the most, it's, it's not, I'm not saying it's dangerous, more dangerous than any other style of fighting. I'm just saying it's, it's more risky. So any small mistake will get you knocked out. One hit can get you knocked out. I can fight the worst fighter in the world and she can go in there and beat me because she can just land a lucky shot. Yeah. So mm. it's like, I can't underestimate anybody. No matter who I step in there with, no matter how good her or bad her technique is or experience, she could catch me with a good shot, no matter who it is. So it makes it that much more like critical, like all my training, like I got to be super tough. I can't um, give up on myself in training because you give up in training, then you're going to give up in the fight. And I have to push. I feel like I have to push myself mentally, physically, right. and like push myself to the max every day just to be able to withstand it because I got I got dropped my last fight I haven't been dropped before and it was by a Y and she came in ah! <laughs> and caught me and caught me and I was like and I got dropped and like if I wasn't as as good like conditioned as good as I am and if I wasn't as like dedicated and work as hard as I do I wouldn't be able to get up and I would have I would have lost that you know I would have been knocked out so I just think that the hard work just pushes me. And that's what I love. I love extreme. I'm obsessive. I obsess mm-hmm. on it, you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I obsess on my job. <laughs> how does how does the training between just regular MMA or Muay Thai fight, how does that transition or change when you're bare? I mean, are you fighting bare knuckle, sparring or training? No. Or is it mainly just working on techniques and kind of what's going on with that? Yeah, well, I went into boxing instead. So I took myself out of the MMA or the martial art community and placed myself in the boxing gyms. Um, I feel like I love boxing more for the skill. And I think there's just a higher skill level and it's so much more, uh, it's so, it's so much older. So there's so, there's more of a system. What, uh, I don't know how to, and there's only two things you're focusing on two, two, your, your hands. So you can yeah. get really good at it. I feel like Muay Thai and MMA, you're focusing on your, if you're in Muay Thai, you're focusing on your elbows. Your, it's art of eight limbs, your punches, your elbows, your knees, and your kicks. So you have so many things to work with. And then, then you, then you get into MMA. Then you have to take uh, jujitsu, wrestling, boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai. And so you can't get great at anything I feel like you're like mediocre at everything I like to be really good at something you know so I love I was like okay I'm gonna go into boxing where these boxers you watch a boxer and an MMA and you watch each one fight and you could just see the difference in technique and movement and skill and how they 
move and boxers they they counter like really smooth boom coming back Mm -hmm. i like that that's what kind of fighter i want to be like i feel like in um uh, muay thai muay thai is it has more skill but i feel like in in mma it's just more like ah kid punch okay i take you down like bless you yeah thank you Um, so i'm just more into like looking clean and having good technique at the same time as keeping my brawling style. So I like to mesh it. Gotcha. You know? okay. Yeah. So what are the rules for bare knuckle? I mean, are there rules for bare knuckle fighting or yeah. is it just like a club? Is it like fight? Yeah. I just think of fight club. That's all I can think of. <laughs> yeah. So the rules it's, um, so, um, you can, um, punt. It's just, it's boxing with clinch. Boxing rules with you can grab the head and punch. If as oh. long as you're active with one one arm, then you're then you're fine. Wow. wow. Yeah. So tell me about the fight. Tell us about the fight coming up. Because how I, many matches have you had so far in uh, this division of bare knuckle fighting? Bare I, knuckle. I, bare knuckle's been three. Three. three okay. Fights. All right. So yeah, three fights, and then so this will be my fourth one. I'm fighting a girl that I debuted um, for my pro debut um, for Muay Thai. Her name's Kaylee Cutler. Okay. So I fought her before, but in Muay Thai. So oh, she's right. trying to oh, get wow. her revenge. <laughs> so, you def- so in the in the in the Muay Thai, Muay Thai fight, you defeated her then. So now yes. she's really coming for revenge. Yeah, she's coming for it. She's okay. Coming. So <laughs> when you win this fight, because I feel like you'll avenge this fight and you'll win. Yeah. yeah. Paige Van Zant has left UFC to come into bare knuckle. Yeah. What is into that looking like class. into your weight class, oh. no less? Oh, well, what is her. that? You welcome her, okay? I was gonna say, what is your feeling on that? And do you feel like that's gonna be the next fight after your fight with Caitlin? Um, I think she's gonna need a few before she gets to me. That's you know, fair. So, that's fair. yeah, I don't, I don't think she, she's definitely not ready for me now. I know that. And her management and her team is definitely million dollar baby is not, they're not gonna, they're gonna get her money, their money's worth before they. They feed her to the wolves. I do too. Yeah. That's dope. So who do you see yourself uh, wanting to face up against? And let's be clear, when Christine fights. Uh... Oh, no. Oh. No. She couldn't. I got you. I'm okay. here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, got I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. when you train, you're training with actual boxers, men, yeah. no less, yeah. Yeah. and and other men. And uh, I can tell you personally from Coach Vega, he's coming in to work with me and to, and showing me bruises from his last sparring match with you because you put a <laughs> slight hurting on him. <laughs> oh, was not to put him on, man. Not to put him I punched on, him in the mouth tonight by accident. <laughs> I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see. But how does that help you? My point being is, how does that help you with your training for these upcoming fights? Because you're not it, fighting males, you're fighting females, but you having that advantage, if you will, do you see it as an advantage when you're sparring with these guys? Oh, yeah. These, I never win. So I'm always, like, trying so hard. So I know every sparring session, I'm going to get my ass kicked, right? So, sorry if I'm pressing. No, you're good. Oh, no, no, you're okay, fine. You're okay, good. You're good. Okay. Go for it. So I know, like... It's, it's, it's a big, it's a, it's a mental thing. So I already know these guys are really strong. They're fast, they're better and they're boxers. So I don't come from a boxing background. So I'm fighting them at their own sport and I'm coming in from a Muay Thai MMA background and trying to keep up. And but I like that because I'm not in this to look good in the gym. I'm not in this to like beat up people smarter than me or you know like i'm in this for fight night to beat the crap out of whoever i'm fighting so i'll suffer now and train with the guys and push myself with the guys and um yeah get my ass handed to me every day and i like the mentality Uh, us ladies we have great heart heart you know great heart and mentality i'm not even saying that but i just feel like with the guys it's just a different level you know, um, but when I do spar women in the gym, it gets way more competitive. Oh yeah, <laughs> so I don't know. because you've got different... women out there that think they can take you. They see yeah, your size, they see your height, and they're like, mm-hmm. "This little lady, she's not oh, what yeah. she's." 
yeah, then you're just yeah. so quick with it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm good, and I have a lot of heart. So like, right. you, you might be better than me, but I promise you're not gonna outwork me. You know, like you may like drop that. me, but I'm gonna get back up, and we're gonna keep fighting. I'm not like <laughs> I got heart. I got heart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's so dope. <laughs> yeah, but they push me. Still- I love- they push yes. me. They push me really hard. I love the team. Um, Ray and Saul and um, ATG, you know, I'm training, you know, I'm running ATG, sprinting with yeah. them. And yeah, he just won his fight, you know. Yeah. Congrats Shout out to, to him. ATG. Shout yeah. out to ATG yeah. winning that fight, neighborhood champ. We see yeah. you. Yeah. Yep. So, like, I'm just surrounding myself with great people. And Ray is like That's an good. awesome trainer. He keeps me motivated and positive, And I'm crazy. And he has patience for me, so I, my hat's off to him. All right, I'm, I'm crazy. Yeah. Like <laughs> he's excited for you too, and we and we are especially excited because we've never Thank had you. a female fighter or con- contender like yourself on our show at all. Oh, oh. So this is just a whole new arena, and I just didn't know that women were even participating in yeah. what Mel likes to call Hollywood Flight Club. But now it's the bare knuckle <laughs> fighting. Yeah. Uh, I just would have never have thought. And Christine, I just wish you nothing but the best on Thank this you. match. Thank and so where much. do you see your future going as far as with the bare knuckle competition? Do you see yourself going in the facet of women's boxing? Do you feel like you might go back into tapping into MMA and maybe possibly do UFC? What does the future hold for you? Mm, I don't know. I'm right now. I'm focusing on um, just being the best bare knuckle, be, being the best bare knuckle fighter right now. Um, hopefully, I'll land my spot in the Hall of Fame. Um, so that's a goal, and then possibly do some boxing. Um, possibly, I really don't have a desire for MMA. Okay. I mean, if they offered me a good purse, I guess <laughs> right. I, I couldn't turn it down, but I, <laughs> that's not something that I, I want. I don't, I love boxing and I love okay. stand up fighting and I don't know. I haven't kicked in three years. So right. I've been a boxer. I focus like when I'm focused on something, I'm focused on it. I'm very, right. very solid in that. So try to like i i know my muay thai stance is way different than my boxing and i wasn't trying to mess that up so and if i keep going over here going over there and trying to mix it up then gonna be mediocre and i don't want to okay i want to be the best so um so with bare knuckle fighting though is there any and this is my my being naive too i wanted to learn is is there places that aren't is this illegal anywhere is bare knuckle fighting completely legal everywhere i mean how big is the league is do you see it blowing up after like i know i've had conversations with people in years past about bare knuckle fighting but it always seemed like it was some underground or it wasn't really you know allowed in certain in certain states so i just kind of wanted to see Told you she's thinking that Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was underground for many, many years. And um, so David Feldman, um, the owner and president of Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, brought it. He, he took him 10 years to get it legal in in the first state. Wow. And then now it's legal in seven states. Okay. So it's not okay. it's not it's not fully legal everywhere yet. He's working on it. And I do see it blowing up and I do yeah. see people loving it. When people find out, they're like, what? Are you yeah. crazy? A bare knuckle boxer? Like, what? Like, no gloves? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And it's super <laughs> fun. So, like, it's exciting, you know. You know, just like any other promotion or fight, like some fights are boring and crazy and sloppy and some are technical and some are brawling. So, it's just a mixture. Like, yeah. they have – what's really unique about it, I think, too, is – it has uh, MMA fighters, Muay Thai fighters, boxers, and it's all like, you don't know who you're facing next. So my last one was like kind of a brawler. And then now my, this one, she come from a wrestling background with some Muay Thai. She has a little bit of hands, but she has better kicks and really strong wrestling. So in the clit, she's going to be strong. So it's, it's, it's an exciting, um, you know, dynamic to, to what he's created and, I just love the clinch. It's crazy. I can hold her head. And you're, and so, but you're able to do takedowns. So it's like pretty much everything allowed then too, or it's just stand up. Yeah. It's just boxing, it's okay, boxing okay. with a clinch. 
Okay. So with all those other people, all those other facets that are coming in, MMA, Muay Thai, that are all coming into bare knuckle fighting, like how does that work? I mean, I think, is it just in the training where you don't slip up because it's not like human error that we kind of get our subconscious kind of, our body kind of knows certain movements. Does anyone ever slip yeah. up and do something where you're like, oh wait, I it's forgot. I haven't, move. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I got hit when I was down and she's an MMA fighter. So I, I was down and she hit me when I was down. So oh. that's an MMA she should have been DQ, but whatever. Um, wow. I, I, so you gotta, we're professionals. We need to be controlled. If we're going into a boxing fight or we're going into a kickboxing fight, we need to be able to control our weapons. So I don't yeah. feel like there's any excuse for anything like that. I know what I'm doing in there. If I <laughs> screw up, I did it on purpose. So, oh, my bad. Yeah, I might tell the ref I didn't mean to, but I meant to do that. You know, so I'm very in control. And I think most of us are very in control of what weapons we're throwing yeah okay and at, well, at what time yeah i'm predicting a first round ko on this one too <laughs> for you I, yes. I, I i think you're ready i, I think you're oh, ready nine months i've been i've been back to back my i've had three three or four fights canceled i've cut weight three times um i got my march and then july and then the august got canceled now I'm getting ready for another one. So I've been in camp nine months. Wow. No, no rest. So I'm ready to fight and take about three weeks off after. And, and the, <sighs> the cancellations, were they due to because of the COVID, COVID. and we're in a pandemic? Yeah, okay, so, so yeah. what's the protocols going forward for this fight upcoming yeah. where they have you guys? Um, what, are, what are the protocols that they're doing to keep you guys safe and healthy uh, for this upcoming match? Is there they're, only they're so having a people? Test they're just they're over there. It's in Florida, so Florida okay. Commission is having us um, test for COVID. I guess a couple of days out. Okay. Yeah. So a couple of days out, and then are you guys bubbled yourselves, or is this going to be an open spectator um, type of debut fight, or is it all going to be virtually done? I believe it's half capacity. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, it's Florida. I mean, thank God for Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I need to fight. Excuse me. But yeah, I'm yeah. thinking that I was wondering if that was going to be the case because I wasn't sure if it was going to be one of those things like the UFC has been doing where you're virtually streaming it and we're watching or you're actually going to be able to have spectators there. And yeah. if since you are going to be with the spectators, does that ever become a distraction to you when you're in the ring? with your opponents or how do you channel the mental toughness that goes into your fights? No, when someone hits me, I'm zoned in. Okay. <laughs> That's what it takes. Zone. I, I need it. to get, yeah, I need to get hit because I like to get hit because then I'm like, okay, this is real. Like, let's go. Let's do yeah. this. I'll, I'll hit you and like, I'll, I'll do, do Just give me a little, <laughs> little touch. And then you wake up my psycho. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, so so that's another yep. good question too is because of covid i mean i think a lot of people and this would be something that i want to ask other fighters including yourself is you guys are used to using fighting as like your outlet um whether yeah. it's a bad day or whether it's a hard day whether it's something happening in your personal life or whatever and not having that outlet how does that affect you because like you just said well i can't i need to fight like i need to fight like this yeah. is what i need how has it been you know, dealing with COVID, the, the lockdowns, the shutdowns, and still trying to be able to have that outlet. Well, see, I I trained the whole time. Um, and we were, I was sparring outside. We were sparring in the heat, like Ray and Saul, and we were getting it, you know. And I've been preparing for a fight this whole, this whole time, really. So, like, cancellation back to back. But then I was like, okay, we're going to fight. They're like, okay, we'll fight in July. Okay, now we'll fight in blah, blah, blah. So I've been getting ready for a fight this whole pandemic. And I, it didn't, like, I stay in the zone and I stay very focused and my eye on the prize type, you know, so I didn't let it get to me. But this last one, like, if I prepare for this one, I don't know mentally how I'm going to do it's happening. Like, We're putting it out it's there. Yeah, it's yeah, happening. yeah, yeah. You're going to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You're going to do it. Yeah. You're going to do so, it. There's no question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could do another cancellation, but I I handled it. Like, I just kept my eye on the prize and, like, worked hard. So I didn't I, – like, I deleted everybody online that would talk about COVID or all the – you know, just like who, who like were focusing on negativity. I would unfollow them just mm -hmm. because 
I can't get in that space. Yeah. Yeah. I can't get in that space. That doesn't help me, you know? So that's what I do did. And that's what I do to stay in a pot, you know, to stay motivated. You know, I can't feed into the negativity that's going on up there. Yeah. That's good. Good. That is good. That's what you got to do. Well, we're ready for you September 11th. Where do you know? Where are we able to watch the fight? Do you know how we can find the fight or watch it? Bare Knuckle TV. The well, Bare Knuckle, Bare Knuckle app. Okay. So there's a Bare Knuckle app, and it will be on the the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship um, website. Okay. okay, we'll add that link into the the podcast when we okay, post it awesome. too, so we can do that. Awesome. And I'll send that to you guys. Yeah, yeah. please do. Um, before we let you go, though, there we did have a couple. We did have a comment um, from Jeremy out there. Uh, yeah. He mentioned, you know, you being from San Jose, are you a Sharks fan, <laughs> <laughs> or do you follow you know, any other sports? I, I'm a 49er fan because, you know, I'm oh, from the Bay. I'm Raiders, and, you know, that was the other side of the Raiders. Bay, so I get Ra- it. I, I, oh, where are you from? Or, where- I'm from Vegas. I'm from Vegas originally, but I was oh, a Raider okay. fan when it was Los Angeles Raiders, and then when it went back oh, to the Bay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Course, okay, so. okay, okay. So I get it. That's cool. My Ray's a Raider fan, you know. I, of course I deal he with is. You guys. Of course no, he is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, and I, of course I love the San Jose Sharks. I'm from San Jose, so I I support them. When they played Las Vegas, I was like, I'm sorry, I I'm from San Jose. I got it. I was inside of a of a a faux place, a faux place, uh-huh. and they had they would give shots every time Las Vegas would score and they were playing against the sharks and I'm like the only person in there that's going for the sharks. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um yeah yeah I'm a I'm a sharks fan of course. You know I'm okay. I'm always true to where I come from. So all right. <laughs> well where can everybody find you on social media and and, and tap in? Uh, at Christine Faria is going to be my Instagram, and then Christine Faria is my Facebook, and then my fan page is Bare Knuckle, Bare Knuckle Misfit. You are the I'm Misfit. Sorry. I meant to coin that. That is your nickname, yeah, the Misfit. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bare Knuckle, Bare Knuckle. I've, I'm just we'll Christine Faria. We'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll there. find it. Yeah, <laughs> we got you. We got you. You're also, you also on Twitter, too. We saw, I saw that you have a Twitter account, so well, I'm going to follow you. They deleted me. They, oh. they, well, I was like sharing Twitter my jail? videos. I'm about to, that's what I was going to yeah. ask. I was like, that's what I got my clip. They you took everything from me. All my, they deleted me every, or whatever they do to you when you screw up, and then I never got back on. Cause I was like, whatever you guys. Oh, I tagged yeah. you today too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, I, I don't mess with it. That's all yeah. right. That's all right. We got, you. we got you on IG. We got you on Facebook, and we got yeah. you on the Bare Knuckle website. And we wish you nothing but the best and much. Thank success. you for having me on. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah, we 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 definitely will have to meet in person one of these days. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I'm excited. I'm super excited. I'm so glad that you were able to come on. You are the epitome of girl power. Ma'am, please. Yes. Girl power. So oh, I'm down to you. Do it. I mean, yes. you can do anything. And I, yes, we can. Listen, listen. I, I just, I, I commend you. I think you're doing awesome. Thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate yes. it so much. We really Thank appreciate so it. Yeah. Uh, take care and bring home that champion that that oh, that I went. Will. We want I to will. see it. I want to see that dub. I want to see that dub. I want to see that dub. You'll see it. I promise. Yes. All right. Bye. Thank you guys. Bye bye. Oh, man. That was so dope. She's a beast, y'all. I don't think you understand. I don't think you understand what we got going on right now. Let me tell you. I'm going to have it in my calendar. I'm downloading an app. I'm finding it. I'm streaming it. That's intense. It is very intense. And I don't think people recognize what the dedication that this young lady has put into what she's doing right now for two fights to be canceled during COVID instead of getting down and depressed about it. She kept fighting. She kept training. She kept conditioning. Like she didn't let anything stop her. And that mental toughness is, is, I have to say it's next level. It's something you can't, you can't can't buy it hard enough to do anything. No, not at all. Not at all. So shout out to her. Shout out to Ray. Ray, Ray. can we see a picture of your face? (laughs) Yes, we heard you got punched in the face, Ray. 
<laughs> You've been coming to work with little bruises here and there. I'm thinking it was some domestic stuff, but then I found out. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, found out that Christina yeah. was Christine was on you in the workout. Yeah, she, oh she's my dope. Gosh, that she is, is a beast. So amazing. She's girl power all day. Like I want to complete man. girl power. Listen, and I can't little, even... little. What was that? Buck twenty-five. Well, do you know how much I food I'd have to push away to be a Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Do you know how much food I'd have to push away for one twenty-five? Do you, you know how much stuff I would have to my left give up or something? I don't know. That's man. A listen, that's not. There's no way. My my total height frame is not going to handle one twenty-five. <laughs> Ray, Ray says he's getting beat up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, but man. Hey, listen, if that don't this is one thing that I really appreciate about her is that she's training with men. So she's not yes. I mean, I'm sure there's probably a hard time finding other females to to train against because it's not something that a lot of women are doing. Oh yeah. So you're training against men. Okay. So right. and like you said, she'll get her butt kicked and then she uses that to push her into the fights. Cause mm -hmm. why not fight some of the best to make your way into the man? Like, listen. Listen. I, big ups to her. I I just was like this the whole time, just frozen. Like I'm hyped. To her. I'm hyped. And I'm hyped. Like, I'm hyped for her. And it's yeah. like two weeks away. <laughs> and Coach Ray, uh, darn it! If you can make it so, I want to be on the Christine Faria workout plan. Possibly. I Hello. Don't know. That's we, a lot. Can we start a live girl chat? That's, for that? Right. That's a lot to do. <laughs> He's like, come on. <laughs> I mean, geez. It's, oh, it's, my it's, God. It's intense. it's intense. It is. It's really intense. But, man, I, I wish her the best. I think she's going to pull I it off. I do, too. I do, And too. I want to see that fight with Paige Van Zandt. So Paige Van Zandt has work to do to get to Christine. She's ready. She's absolutely she, right. She was like, she's not she's ready, ready yet. But when she, she gets ready. here, I'll take her. I'll be ready. Mm -hmm. I'll take her. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. So, so, so much going on in the world of sports today. We've got some big news. A lot. A lot. A lot. Yes. So, a lot. As I'm sure everybody knows by now, we didn't have any NBA. We didn't have any right. WNBA. WNBA. And we didn't only have, had, we had a few games. Major League Baseball games. However, if those may have started later, we may not have had those too. Plus, there was, I think, like three or four double headers today. So the second part of a double header was happening just as all this was kind of transpiring. Yeah, the Braves game was. So the Braves game is playing out. Dodgers decided to cancel their game against the Giants tonight. But tomorrow, they're doing double headers back-to-back -back of both games. So they're going to play the game they missed yes today, mm -hmm. tomorrow, as well as another game on top of that. They're doing both. Wow. Well, I know the Mariners also, Mariners also um, postponed theirs. Here's the deal. Mm -hmm. The Mariners, like we've talked about before, are one of the youngest teams out there. And they have 10 black Black baseball players. We're not talking, you know, I mean, African American baseball players. These guys are young, and they're part of this generation now that's that's standing up, and they're not taking, yeah. it you know, they're, they're not dealing with it anymore. They had that, yeah, they were coming off way before, and I'm super happy about that. I'm really excited for the Mariners team and the organization there because I I hope that's something they can maintain. But as we get through this, um, you know, it all came. This is all coming about now because of the recent. Um, shooting of, J of Jacob Blake in, mm -hmm. in Wisconsin and still nothing on the people, on the man who shot him, the officer that shot him. Right. Um, and I think what even sparked this even more is that we lost a couple protesters, um, if you will, yes. to another person of gun violence. Um, that was, who was on the opposition and who should have never had a gun and had interacted in a virtual classroom bubble. Anyway, I don't even know why the heck he was out the house. Like what is going on? It's a school night. But anyway, he chose to take that night into his own hands of some kind of way and create his own form of a militia, if you will, and ended up killing um, two people that were demonstrating. So, and, and we don't know all specifics on that, but I think that gets to be a tipping point where enough yes. is enough. And I, I think, think it also was because he had also had interactions with the police while he's toting this, 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 uh, this rifle or whatever. He oh, had he walked on. right past the police and was yeah. able to go back into his own home. They gave him a water beforehand him. and were like, Hey, thanks yeah. for being out here with us. Like, yeah, come on. That's yeah. that, that. And he was able line. to flee and go to his own state. So that's a good, another clear cut example of a different uh, privilege that we don't. Why did he get arrested? Was he hurt in the arrest? No, he just. No, got, he was taken. He was taken he without a hair out of place. Dinner, you know, and then and then without a hair out of place and all kinds of stuff. But here's the thing that's so crazy about it all is I don't blame Milwaukee for making that kind of a notion because it happened in their state. 
and um for them to follow suit on this and like i said shout out to levels i thought the agreement was when the players go back to the bubble that the owners and league execs and everyone else would be not only having these open candid conversations but taking action and making the change actually happen. The NBA players have done a good standing job of trying to get their message as loud as clear as possible while still playing. That is not working. So regardless if they didn't do it before, they're doing it now. And what's to say what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day or the next day? There could be demands laid in place. I know the players had a meeting at 8 o'clock tonight, and I think that was a few Eastern hours time, back. Yeah. Eastern time, so that was a few hours back. So we don't know what to make of this. And I knew the Bucks were supposed to make a – uh, public appearance and have a press conference and that has yet come in not come into so place just yet so like, this is the news alert from bleacher report okay um, the nba the meeting updates is that the talk centered around the ending the season or not so that is up for debate whether they're just going to end the season also okay. the momentum is growing towards not playing thursday's games as well so there okay. may not be new games tomorrow as okay. well or even for the rest of the season but i know that there's also going to be like a manager or a owner's meeting a stakeholders meeting tomorrow as well through the nba mm-hmm. um we'll see how that goes but you know give it up to the, you know this is the thing is that as a, any black player especially for a milwaukee team and that's also where you reside and lay your head and where your family lives and your kids are at you can't stand for, you, you can't it, it's it's well, the thing of it is, is there a lot of these players away from their families. They're away from people they can't even hug right now at this moment oh, to console bubble, all yeah. this travesty of going on and what's in the bubble. So you have yeah. some players that are opting just to leave entirely because it's like, I need to be with my tribe now. I need to be with my people because this is yeah, gone past basketball. And, and I know I- the WNBA is slated for games tomorrow. We got our aces playing tomorrow. So who's to say if they'll play tomorrow? We and don't big know. ups to them showing solidarity to their brethren of not playing as well. And they have been done an amazing job of trying to get yes, their message they heard. They've also done an amazing job of players who have opted out showing action by demonstrating and doing things and meeting with local legislation, uh, le- legislatures to amend things and make things into laws possibly. Uh, so they're doing the work. I mean, what else more can we do? We have tried, they have tried to convey a message through entertaining us at the same time and it still has fallen on deaf ears so now it has to be an actionable kind of recourse at this point and a big thing that you know beyond all of our protests beyond you know leagues changing or not having games it's imperative if you don't know how to register to vote or you're not registered to vote that you go out and do so we will make sure that we share a link. Um, shout out to Alicia Gibbs, um, mm-hmm. who has been. And I'm going to say it. She's been an example of trying mm-hmm. to help push this voting thing because we got to vote. We have to make changes. And, those changes <coughs> and I'm not even going to say just vote. I'm saying vote blue. I'm being very specific. Oh, on my well, message. Vote. Sorry. No, no, yeah. not vote. Vote. <laughs> no, blue. Yeah. I don't care. What you're saying, at the, not you per se, but anybody else saying at this point about voting, I'm saying to everyone in this audience, vote blue. That is the change. Your political, I, I understand people's affiliations and things, but there's right and right, and there's wrong and wrong. Right. And I'm telling you, if you want to do the right thing, in my opinion, you're voting blue. And you're finding out from your judges and anybody else of nonpartisan positions where they stand in society, because where they stand is also a voting factor, too. That is the message that I am going to convey about voting. You need to vote blue. And I'm gonna leave it at that. And that's why I'm wearing my blue shirt. Because I'm not in the mood right now for Mm -hmm. all of this to be. And and I do watch what our adversaries or what our opposing opposition is. I've been looking at the RNC as well, because I feel like if you're going to win a game, you need to know what your opposition is, what you're up against. You You need to know what the message is conveying out there. And right now the message is not a great message. And Doc Rivers has said that explicitly in his interview emotionally about red not being the color that is necessary for us. So if you're that, gonna that vote, they're you're talking gonna about some... fear and it's not fear. And... Yes, absolutely. I've been watching this and it has been a message of fear. They had a message of fear back in 2016. And it what also conveyed to those that were immigrants I mean, and it specifically targeted one minority group. Well, now they've elevated their fear to my minority group. And right. I, I sad to say is the way you live, your rules are totally different from the way my rules are. 
in living. Your freedom is totally different from my freedom. Completely. Yeah. And that is not right. And so the thing of it is, is, and yes, Alex, Doc did go in because that is what we're talking about right here. We can no longer shy away from what's going on. Oh, that's okay. We can't shy away from what our, our message is trying to convey and what these athletes' messages are trying to convey. Now, I'm curious to see what uh, it looks like for the NFL at this point. Um, I feel like they're the type of organization, well, they're going to keep playing and they have their own set of rules. But I have to give props to Adam Silver and, excuse me, the NBA as a whole because they are standing by their players, but we need to just see the action um, behind the stand behind because the talking is done. We've talked so much. We've talked way too much. We've yeah. we we we've laid out the groundwork. I think maybe we just maybe didn't make it explicitly clear what the demand is. Well, the demand is we want justice, and the demand needs to be to be action. And the demand is that these owners and these executives and these ad executives that are losing dollars today and maybe going forward need to now use their political influence as well as their monetary influence to make the change happen. Because let's be real, our NBA players are employees just like myself and anybody else. There's only so much that they can do. There's only so much, especially if you're black, there's definitely only so much we can do at a certain level before we can't do anymore, regardless of how influential we are. So when you have allies that say there are allies and say that they're with us, well, then prove it. We need to see the action behind what you're saying. I've already called Wisconsin a few times today. Um, I've How'd that cheated. go? That doesn't go anywhere. No one answers. It's just I email. I email. I've I've written a couple emails. I'm still emailing with Kentucky. Elijah McClain is 365 days still, and no conviction to the officers that killed him or anybody involved with that. We're a whole year in on that. So and Brianna Taylor's got a good what? And we still 180 days, probably 180 days, 70 days. We're right in there. And then on top of that, um, we had a gentleman out of, I believe it was Lake Charles, Louisiana, that also got shot by the police as well. Um, I believe his circumstances of the story were a little different, but he still got murdered at the hands of the police. He actually lost his life. So again, uh, this is a serious matter. I am, I'm happy that we had sports for while we did. It was great for something we talk about, but uh, as they are saying, it's bigger than basketball. It's bigger. It's bigger than basketball. It's way it's bigger, bigger than, than that. You know, right because we're talking about a humanity issue, and we're talking about human lives here, mm-hmm. and so that that always trumps anything else that we have going on right now. And a real big thing that I was hoping for is that they really start pushing on using, you know, now that we're not using these arenas and these stadiums for sports because they're going to be paused or because there's not going to be fans. We need to use these for voting stations. We need to use these for yeah, places. Yeah, would be nice. You know, to use these for the better good, because at this point, is, let's talk about Vegas. When it comes down to voting, yeah, it'll be cooler, but it might still be 80 degrees. Who knows by November? The beginning of November sometimes can be 60, sometimes to be like 85, 90. That's still not a place you want to stand in line for for 10 hours just to get your vote in. And the importance of having to vote making sure you get out and vote. We know that the mail, the mail system right now, the way that the way that 45 talks about that the reason why you know that the issues are going to be because of the mail system i don't want my vote going in the mail drop oh, well you got to drop it off at the polling places they're going to be 152 polling sites here in vegas they actually that's have more and vote. they cut it back and that's where you need to directly take your ballot is to one of the polling stations in the yellow ballot drop off mm-hmm. mailbox not our blue postal mailboxes or not our regular mailbox that can get broken to and like where you usually go to vote, you can yeah, take, the ballot you take a ballot there. Exactly. Exactly. And they need to make November 3rd a national holiday. Everybody has to be on national holiday. And everybody it's calling sick, really. I don't care. Well, by law, your job yeah. is supposed to let you go and vote. If they sure, do not do that, that is a problem. And yeah. that needs to also be addressed. So it's a lot of major work to do. And I think with us playing basketball, I think it was kind of a mild distraction and people kind of let some stuff slide and go over their heads and kind of forget about the world's woes. And we already got people forgetting that there's a pandemic in the world. So what makes you think they really were still focused on us? Well, we've reshifted and we've gotten the message loud and clear. God was telling This is a problem. Hold up. Hold up. Stop. Yeah. We didn't get, you didn't get it the first time. So I'm going to have to make you get it again. Blessed be this guy is able to live. It is not his whole life or his whole complete body because he's paralyzed from what they say, but there's a possibility he could get out of that. God willing. 
But he did not die, but it was a message to say, time's up. Stop the noise. We need to focus. And that's what it is. I'm just, I'm so, and the fact that his, I don't know if you saw the other video, which showed the other side of the I car. I couldn't even watch the first video. I couldn't even watch, I'm tired of watching videos. I can't watch it anymore. But when I tell I you, it's, there it's was children hands. just right yeah. there on the other side of the car. Yeah, that could have been shot and killed too. A, 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 a <clears throat> bullet could have went through him, through the car and yeah. into the. And one to the kids. Yeah. But, you know, it probably wouldn't have been a problem until that happened, unfortunately. It's a problem now. It, I mean, it's just well, I know, I, I'm oh, saying, you're it's saying it wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it would have been, been a problem. Come on, I just, excuse me. Would it have been? Because it's a black child. I don't know. We had yeah. Tamir Rice get killed for playing with a BB gun and still nothing, no hide side of what that's all about. So, right. yeah. I, I don't think well, that would have... Well, we can read through it a little bit. We can go back a little bit. Go ahead, clear your, clear your voice. Clear your voice. Yeah. You got some allergies going over there, girl. Yeah, it's definitely Ooh. not COVID, okay, guys? I mean, <laughs> She's free. I'm good at the social distancing thing. I'm such in a practice of social distancing at work that I, like, literally walk around buildings to get away from people. <laughs> like, I don't... I'm not... You're not going to pass me in the aisle. You're not going to touch me, none of that stuff. Right. But anywho, how... I but, was loving how the series was going up until now. <laughs> That's where you were heading to. You're like, yeah, I wanted to talk. I mean, before today, <laughs> um, basketball. So the Lakers, you know. Well, who doubted us? There was a lot of naysayers out there with Dame Lillard. Ooh, Dame Dollar's going to bring it. He going to do this. They're the eighth seed. They barely made it to the eighth seed by beating Brooklyn by one point. But we're going to give Dame credit, anywhere. though. Like, Dame does get credit. Don't get me wrong. He's great. But one man a team does not make. No, and I no, need people to not. stop yeah. looking at the now. Why are the Lakers the number one seed and haven't lost? Yeah, but also look at how when AD doesn't perform to when AD does perform, how different the Lakers are. Well, I have said that before. If you watch these Laker games, you can notice the magnitude of AD when LeBron is not in the game, when there's a different type of unit going on, there's a different type of strategy. Um, we're seeing it. Now, can the Lakers withstand this in the test of time? Now, we had our show with our little our guys yeah. earlier, and they were talking sports about... Sports Madness, not the Sports yeah, Madness. Sports Madness. Right? Yeah, Sports Madness. They're so cute. I know. Um, <clears throat> talking about the fruition of how deep the Clippers are, which I will, well, I will agree. They are very deep. They are very strong defensively. Um, they also are without some key players like uh, Patrick Beverly hasn't played. And also, um, who else is missing from them? Is that it? I think that's it. Well, P P Paul George was missing. Well, he's missing, but now he's, he's addressed he his mental down. issues. Yeah. So I hope he, he's uh, made that aware and it can kind but of lock in a little bit. I think very key to discuss, too, because <laughs> how just being in a bubble and being away from family, being away from everyday friends, your usual routine can affect you. You know, not having the the fans, not having the real life aspect of the oh, game. Absolutely. A person. And I commend him for coming out like that, whether it was intentional, whether it was planned, whether it was really what he was dealing with. I, I hope, it, you know, I just, you see that these guys have other things going on. Not just, they're not just here to play this game for you. No. You know? And I no, think today but... was clear of that. Too. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, is is PG is this Paul George going to be the same Paul George we saw last game, or is it going to be the same one that we saw in the last few games? Because I think that's going to be key. Just like every basketball game, every basketball team depends on a certain player if they're showing up or not. Some I mean, players... Dallas would be giving them a run for their money if Christoph Porzingis was in the game. Let's be clear, but he's not. And the same yeah. thing with Avery Bradley. If Avery Bradley was in the game, they'd be giving the Mavs a run for their money. It'd be definitely a good series to watch. It is a great series to watch. If Marcus Morris stepped on Luca, which now Luca has an ankle sprain, so we don't even know if he can play now. He has declared today that his ankle is officially sprained from the step on the shoe. And Marcus Morris, I'm sorry, it may not have been intentional, but I feel like you've been doing this throughout this whole series when it comes yeah. to him. And I think um, it's kind of a cheap shot, if you will. I won't say it's like one of those. I'm going for it. They were already up like what's 50 gazillion points. So what do you yeah. have to gain by doing this? Why? But at the mm -hmm. same time, I feel like you have something within your thing that you just want to go after this guy a little bit. And now he's out. Yeah. I and can yeah, we let's crazy. also commend Luca, period. I mean, this Yeah, I mean, come on. The guy is just all time and so young to be doing unbelievable. what he's doing. It's, unbe it's incredible.
And someone had mentioned the comparison to Larry Bird, and I'm like, yo, he shoots Larry Bird out the water. Oh yeah. And he's yeah. Only Larry, one Larry, one. Larry played ugly too. Let's let's yeah. be real. Larry was a dirty player too, and then Luca ain't doing all. So that was that whole stuff. Celtics team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were, they were the first bad boys. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, right, right. So Jeez. I mean, it's just. It, and and just because the boys were mentioning Utah and Donovan Mitchell, and they think they'll get past Utah. Well, Denver won last night. Yeah. And um, you know, what is it? It's three two, right? Three two Jazz. Yeah, it's three two Jazz, and now they're forced into a game six. So you got to see what that's going to look like. There's no guarantee that uh, Connolly and Company will get out of this and go bear. Maybe, but who's to say? We don't know. And I feel like you got Pat Murray. A Denver Murray is it, yeah. Is Crazy Jamal Murray is a tit for tat player. So if Donovan's gonna shoot it, guess what? Jamal Murray's gonna shoot it too. So that's gonna be a that's a very interesting series. And I have to say, I'm sorry for the gone fishing moment of the Indiana Pacers coach. He's fired today. Nate. Uh -huh. I, I'm sorry, Nate. I mean, you might be able to go down the Pelican world and see what happens. I, who are they going to look at? All these coaches that have been let go. We've lost the coach for the Bulls. We don't have a coach there. Now we've lost the Pacers. Now we lost, we, and then we lost the Pelicans. So we got three spots open. Oh, wait, the Knicks, do we need a coach? Have they gotten a coach yet? I don't even know if they got a coach yet, did they? So we may be possible three and a possible of spots that need to be filled. Where are these other coaches going to come from? I don't know. And I, I, I still don't do understand the whole and Nate McMillan being fired. I, I just, I don't know. I don't. Well, you have to understand with that, their offense, they've never had Victor uh, uh, Oladipo, which a uh, thingamajig. I call him thingamajig from the, the voice thing that mm -hmm. he was on. Um, that you never saw that his, he always got injured. So you never got to see the whole fruition of his whole season doing something like that. Oh, yeah, the Sixers, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're in trouble, too. They're in trouble, too. They just lost their coach. That's right. They He deserved it, though. Yeah, anyway, they didn't Indiana, do that. Thing. you don't have anything else. I mean, you've got to elevate your offense to some other way to form, a, uh, to turn weaponize when you have no Oladipo in the yeah. games. And as great as T.J. Warren was, he sure fizzled out real fast. Who neutered him? Because we don't hear nothing about this guy anymore. He was shooting oh, daggers for Indiana. Yeah, where's TJ? Sorry, breaking news real quick. Um, the, La the Lakers and the Clippers both voted to end the season on Wednesday, today. NBA players, during the NBA players and coaches meeting, however, every other team voted to continue playing. So wait, out of all the teams, it was only two teams that, in, that Lakers did not want Clippers. to? This is in the NBA players and coaches meeting. The only two teams want, voted to end the season, Lakers and Clippers. The other teams voted to continue. So it looks like they're out, and so the, the other teams will continue. So like it looks like it's going to continue if they have to vote on it, right? Because majority rules, right? I would assume so, unless something changes between now and tomorrow. I guess we'll see, but I mean... Well, I'm curious to know which players walking. are going to stay. It was weird that the Bucks weren't part of that one, though. You know? Like, you would... I don't know. Why the two LA teams, of all people? Yeah, like what's up with that? Are they not wanting to? Is and these are the two best teams in the league, you know. You right, they're not arguing to face for... off. Interesting. Two LA or maybe teams. they have the two most active players that want to get out the bubble to start doing something to make change. Well, that's what I was wondering too. I said if they continue the season, the players that voted to continue the season, are there some players on those teams that are saying, "Hey, we're just going to opt out and leave the bubble." Like, I, I wonder how that's going to look. Wow. I don't know, but that's, that's, I'm, I'm shocked that only two teams, and of those two teams, it's Lakers and the Clippers. Like, those are the two teams that will take it, I think. I mean, I just. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, why? And for Milwaukee to be the first team to step off today, out of all the other teams, it was Milwaukee, and they don't vote for that? Maybe some player, I don't know. How did they do the voting? Was it a unanimous vote from each player of the team? It had to be. A, I don't, it didn't give the details. It just said that out of the all the players and coaches that were at the meeting, that each team got to vote. And the only two that voted to end the season were the Clippers and the Lakers. That was. And they were doing secret ballots. It wasn't like it was a public vote, possibly. So, you know. Yeah. <sighs> Just those two? Yeah. I, I, Alex, I'm curious about that, too. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, it can make sense because, yeah, you know, California is always like, progressive with that and they're, they're down for a protest. But I just don't. I, 
Those two teams? Somebody's hurt. Somebody's leaving the bubble. Either one or two things. Or two things. Somebody's severely hurt that can't go on. Or somebody's leaving the bubble. Somebody so we haven't heard of any injuries yet, though. I mean, nothing that's no, no, from anything. But, but somebody well, I, guess I would I would think that maybe LA and you know Well here's the deal with Kawhi Leonard. I could see Kawhi I could see the Clippers voting to end the season on this because Kawhi Leonard launched his dad died. He got murdered right in front of him. And when he was a kid. So that could be a trigger effect. You just never know what the trauma lies within certain players. Um, and coincidentally, it could have been a thing like, look, I'm triggered by this. I no pun intended. I, I feel like uh, I got to get out. I feel you like there's more to it know. because now there's an alert that the, the meeting ended ugly. Yeah. So, so there's so there's some discourse on who's players versus coaches or players versus players. players or, yeah. You don't know. Like the ownership yeah. wasn't even in the meeting. So you can only imagine what could have happened if there was actually ownership in there, too, because we know they they're there for a dollar. So I wonder, I wonder is since Chris Paul is like the basketball, you know, the players association uh -huh. president, what he has to say with all of this. Well, you know, he had met with Westbrook prior. I saw to that. I saw yeah. that they were talking. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's his doing that they actually had this meeting today, that it was brought on to oh, have definitely the because we, before this, he was a part of wanting to boycott the season too, along with Kyrie Irving. Mm -hmm. um, he was in agreement to that too. So it could have got really ugly in there. Oh, because be you have to understand. Wall. Oh, I know. Just to be a towel or a just, little leg of the chair. Or just an ankle wrap, you know, an ankle bandage or something, yeah. you know. Just to be the mask, the outer mask, and just be able to visualize as they're wearing yeah, the mask the inner, and yelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the inner mask. I don't want that funk. I want the outer mask. I want to see what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I, wow. It's it's a big deal. And shout out to some of the baseball players individually not playing today. Colorado Rockies announced that Kemp wasn't playing. Oh, yeah. Kemp. Cubs player was not going to play. So you've got some players just individually choosing not to play today as well. well and that, before, Kenny Smith walked off the set of NBA. Oh, yeah, he did. He walked off inside NBA. He yeah. said he's with the players. He said it just doesn't feel good to sit up here and talk. And I get that. I totally yeah, get that. Sure. I totally get that. You know, we don't feel good. You wake up every day with the notion of what else is going to happen. And, and Weber, you know, the whole um, thing that he talked about, and I know people give him a lot of smack for the way he, you know, is a, the, for commentating on the games, and he isn't the greatest. You know, let's. Well, he's not I, the greatest commentator. We know that. It's like hard to watch and listen. For a color commentator, I love her. I think she's great at it. But but I watch the Lakers Network. I'm with Stu. So oh, yeah. every time I watch I the Lakers game, I'm with the Stu because Stu yeah. is is better. You watch but the Lakers he, game he with Chris Weber. Yeah, a very, you know, um, emotional uh, speech or discussion that he oh, had. I'm on. sure. This is an emotional thing. This is not anything that should be like a key key moment or anything. This is a, this, this triggers some people. This is a trauma. This is very traumatizing. No one should actually see a man get shot seven times in reaching in a car where his children are when he was the one that was breaking up the domestic situation. No one should see that. No one should see a man's uh, cop's knee on a black man's neck who's telling them he cannot breathe and dies right before our eyes. We right. shouldn't be seeing that. When is it going to be a breaking point for us to say enough's enough? Because I feel like we're just getting jaded by it. And that's not good to be jaded by something and feel numb to something that you can't even feel emotion for anymore because it happens too often. Right. And the unknown stories that we don't know. There's too many. I mean, it is. There is. There's too many. Shout out to Casey for checking in. Yeah, um, what's up, KT on Sports We'll be Live. checking in with them on, on uh, Friday. Friday. We had a busy week this week, Mo. We do. We're popular. I love yeah, it. Yeah. We, love uh, it. Shout out to everybody that tuned in to us on Monday on Mamba Day, 824. Yes. Shout out to our special guest. We had Quan from Gorilla Cross and Vegas yes. Hype Media with us. And we yes. had Pastor Benny Perez from Church LV joining us, who is a diehard Laker fan, and okay. gave us some good uh, enlightening conversation and a little bit of benediction and uh you know we always take it in stride and we just have to kind of woosah take a deep breath everyone just breathe in breathe out uh this is the sign of the times uh if you're faith-filled you know things will get better we just need to see the action you know it, it I, I, 
I get tired of talking about this. Like, I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about fashion and music and going out and guys and, you know, having fun and talking about our great love of sports and stuff. I don't want to keep having to talk about uh, what's happening in this country that stops everything because it shouldn't but be happening in 2020. It's just kind of ridiculous. Time, at the same time, I feel like we've, this maybe this COVID thing has taken place where we've been able to actually all be able to sit down and address this. That is the senior. That is the silver lining to your point of why of COVID. That is the only silver lining that we were all in our house. Got, we all got we're all time. Had time to time to see it and time to do things. So yeah, that's the silver lining to the COVID for sure. But mm. one more time, we want to thank our guest Christine Ferra for coming through the Misfit. Yes, the Misfit for Ria. You download the um, Bare Knuckle Fighting app. And also, I think there's a Bare Knuckle Fighting website. We'll post all that, all those links um, in the podcast when we post it so that you guys are able to check them out September 11th for that fight. I know my <laughs> alarm will be set for that. I can't wait. Um, and so we really appreciate you guys tuning in. Of course, every Wednesday, yeah. um, we'll be here. And we'll be back again next Wednesday. We appreciate yeah. it all. Stay Thank you, guys. Stay sane, y'all. Stay, stay sane. Stay sane and stay safe. Thank you. Bye. Two fingers. Bye. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs>